right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I am Patrick Wall. And in this episode, what are we talking, Mr. Gavin? We are talking the, uh, probably in my opinion, one of the funniest comedians alive, Mr. Eddie Murphy. Ooh, Eddie. Eddie! Eddie! <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Eddie! Yes, yes. fuck you, too! <laughs> no, fuck me, fuck you, man! <laughs> Yes, Eddie, the fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Eddie Murphy, uh, yes, very funny comedian. Yes. Um, long body of work, very extensive. Um, not just comedian, though, he kind of transitioned a little bit to, he's done some serious stuff, uh, a lot of family-based stuff. Yeah. That also is still funny, but, you know. Exactly. <clears throat> the only definitely... serious one I think he's done that I can remember is Mr. Church. Yeah. He came out in like 2018, 2019. Very, very serious. Yeah. I, I wanted to watch it because it was such a dramatic shift for mm. what he normally does. Like, I wanted to check it out. I never got around to it. But uh, maybe it'll be added to the server. Maybe. Yeah. You never know. I'll have to make a couple phone calls. Have my yeah, Just people... give me his number. I got a long list of movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's me again. Hey, Patrick man, it's again. Patrick. Hey, it's Patrick. Man. I'll send him one text, but it'll be like 3,000 characters <laughs> long. <laughs> <laughs> Add in their you know press or uh, reply stop. <laughs> yeah, like, reply stop to no longer receive these messages. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Uh, so, all right, let's let's kick this off. Um, one of your favorite Eddie Murphy movies. Uh, what do you guys think, um, Mr. Gavin? If you would like to go first. Um, well, it, it's not one, but it's the string of three. <laughs> I, I I would have to say that's how I got uh, really introduced to him was. Um, in Beverly Hills Cop. Oh yeah, no. Axel Foley. Uh, yes. <laughs> Which Definitely. actual theme named after him? Yeah. Yeah, it's called so, Axel F. Yep. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the, the very first movie is um, when he goes to like a he goes to a fancy restaurant and uh, he's got like this beat up blue Chevy Nova and he pulls up to the guy and he hands him twenty bucks. He says. Hey man, put this place somewhere nice. All this shit happened the last time I parked here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> you know, one of one of my favorite lines in that movie. <clears throat> I can't remember if it was the first or second one, but I, I want to say it was the first. And he's talking to his his sir, you know, his captain. Mm-hmm. You know, the captain was always pissed off. He was oh, like, yeah. "You're you're." Typical, you know, captain in the movies, in the cow movies, and he's like, Captain, I was just thinking. He's like, Don't think, Axel, it makes my dick itch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he calls the captain when he's in Beverly Hills. He's like, Oh, and your partner wrecked the Ferrari. <laughs> Mary O. Andretti Freeman here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts to him, he's got like a broken leg and an yeah, arm, and yeah. he tries to explain to Axel like what happened, and he just hangs up. He's like, I'll deal with that when I get back. <laughs> he's like, Is that is that Axel on the phone? I need to hey, yeah, Axel, let, let me talk to him. <laughs> oh, that was uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, he was in My Two Dads. He was in the movie Whiplash as mm-hmm. the father. Uh, he was in one of the seasons of Stranger Things, season two. He played like the head scientist. Yeah, oh, that was him, wasn't it? Yep. I just I I wish I knew his name off the top of my yeah. head, and I can't. Th- he was in Mad About You too. Yep. Uh, he was the husband in Mad About You. Yes, yes, he was. And it's I'm kinda... sorry, uh, Paul Reiser. Yes, Paul Reiser. Reiser. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking Schreiser. Schreiser. Say Schreiser. Is that like? La, La Russo? Yeah. <laughs> yes. La Russi? <laughs> uh, yeah, so like, uh, the, I mean, those were still, those were more action, um, hmm. action-packed movies, than, but like his his comedy that he got to, got to throw in there was, was just excellent. Um, 
I don't know if you remember this, but when he, he was walking down the street in Beverly Hills, he saw two guys wearing just, like, leather jumpsuits. <coughs> and he turns and looks. He's like, oh, this town is crazy. Yeah. He wore the same thing in a stand-up, like, yep. two years yep. ago. He did. That's, that was why they put it in there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Old Raw. Eddie Murphy Raw. Because it was, it was one, and the uh, one guy walks by in the jumpsuit he was wearing, and then another guy walks in, like, the opposite colors. Yep. And yep. he just wa- and he get, goes to his knee laughing. <laughs> well, because if you remember, he did the two. I can't remember what the second one was, but the first one was Raw. That was he was either in the it was purple or blue and then he did another one where he was in a red letter mm-hmm. the only so one I remember is delirium. one he was in red <clears throat> that's in red, okay. delirium okay. yeah that's what the name of mm-hmm. it but yeah so he always had a thing back then for those uh those leather mm-hmm. yeah those ostentatious Suits. outfits yes <laughs> yes <clears throat> I mean it was the 80s let Eddie Murphy be Eddie Murphy yeah <laughs> and, and then it was you know wasn't until after I kind of going back and being old enough to understand that you know he was on SNL as uh, Gumby and Mr. Uh, Robinson's Mr. Neighborhood. Robinson, yeah. I'm Gumby, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he also played uh, Stevie Wonder. Yes, um, yeah, Stevie. Stevie Wonder and James Brown. Mm-hmm. So basically, any black singer yeah. around that time frame or before his time <laughs> Andy, frame. And we need you to do this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not Ray Charles, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie Wonder, I can't do two blind guys back to back. <laughs> People are going to ask questions. <laughs> What about you, Mr. Patrick? Uh, do you have um, a favorite? I do. Um, and it's the first one I can remember seeing in the theaters my dad took me to see when I was a kid. It was The Nutty Professor. Okay. And I remember laughing so hard. And it wasn't until I was like older and I read the book Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I was like, oh, that's basically The Nutty Professor, but this one's way more violent and murdery. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Disney film that I saw as a child. Right. <laughs> Um, but I just remember laughing so hard at the Nutty Professor, especially when they're all at, like, um, the dinner table. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hercules! 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 <laughs> I knew you were going to go with that. Oh, my. And then he has that dream where he's, like, 3,000 feet tall and he farts and kills everyone. <laughs> There's one bum in an alley trying to light a cigarette. The cop's like, don't do it! No! And then everything just explodes. <laughs> I just heard it. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, I'm out of the seat on the floor, like, laughing so hard. <laughs> my dad found it funny, but he was like, Dad, it's not that funny. I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> well, because he was probably going with the, um, like, he was probably remembering the Jerry Lewis version. Mm. So that, you know, was a, a remake, a reboot yeah. of, you know, the old Jerry Lewis movies, which this one took a completely different take on it. Obviously, Jerry Lewis didn't gain or lose weight. They used that as the plot point. Mm. Um, but Jerry Lewis just became like a suave, sophisticated guy. But mm. um, that's probably why. So he's probably remembering that mode of right. it. And uh, like I, I saw all those movies too. Obviously, mm. now when they came out, um, not the new ones. I'm talking about the old ones. Right, right. I ain't that old, Patrick. <laughs> um, but you know, so I enjoyed both. But I did like the take on it. You know, mm. and then uh, it's Eddie Murphy, so yeah. I'm not gonna like it. That's. <clears throat> that hits the nostalgia feels and just it's so funny so mm-hmm. that is my favorite and don't get me wrong like Coming to America Trading Places they are great movies but Nutty Professor will always be a favorite in my heart nice my favorite on that is like the banter between the the, uh, the dad and the grandma Cletus mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he, he farts and the grandma somebody call my name <laughs> I'll call your name if your name <laughs> and then she looks at him and says Come on over here, Cletus. Come on over here. It's a short walk. You're going to limp back. You're going to walk over here, but you're going to limp back. <laughs> and that was, um, it was like, um, most of those characters were by Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. All of them were. Yeah. Well, he, All of them except, well, except the, the, kid. Uh, the kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, that's that was his staple thing that he would always do, like coming mm-hmm. to America. 
Yeah. He was like, you know, three of the guys in a barbershop. Yeah, and, him and Arsenio Hall were all the guys in the barbershop. Yep, yep. yep. But his, his best one in, in, in Coming to America, yep, is the old <laughs> Jewish, Jewish man. guy, yep. yep. <laughs> what is this? Beautiful. What is this? Velvet? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kunt is here. <laughs> Where's this <laughs> What do you know, funny, you bastards? Yeah. That reminds me of a movie, and I can't remember the name of it, but Eddie Murphy was um, trying to run for Congress because the guy... The Distinguished C- Gentleman. Yep. Distinguished Gentleman. I was, I was literally telling him about that earlier. Oh, okay. like, such an underrated that. movie. Uh, the only part um, <clears throat> I remember about that movie is... Um, he was going for like campaign funds or something like that, and he was speaking to a donor, and she starts speaking Yiddish, and he immediately belts out a reply in exact Yiddish. I was like, "Can Eddie Murphy is he Jewish? Like, <laughs> does, does, or at least is he fluent in Yiddish?" He didn't make it into an Adam Sandler song, so yeah. <laughs> that's true. How did you speak Yiddish? Like my grandmother once told me. She also told me the number the whoever has the best suit doesn't always win the hand. Maybe not in gin. Right? Yeah. Well, then I learned he him and Arsenio were all the people in the barbershop, and I learned he was the white guy playing checkers. I was mm-hmm. like, there's some Jewish blood in there. There has to be. <laughs> no, he's just that good. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he, fair, he could be. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I mean, is that good? Eddie, call me. Yeah. Let me know uh, what religion or faith you believe in. Yeah, when you get some time, Eddie, give yeah, us a call. Yeah, here. Just give us a call. Uh, one he, can't, he can't call. He's on Tom Cruise's ban list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm good with those. They're both solid. Um, I I love most of almost everything he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming to America, Trading Place, all classics. But for me, I'm going to go <clears throat> a little bit off. It was a movie from the 80s. Again, another underrated movie next to the Distinguished Gentleman because that didn't do that very didn't do very well. But uh, the Golden Child, I remember when I was a I kid. I love that love movie. that movie, especially the, when he makes a little Pepsi can dance. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the little kid. Scene. He's like, and he's playing putting on the Ritz. He's yep. playing yeah, the putting yeah. on the Ritz. But he's like, I want the knife. He's like, I want the knife, please. <laughs> you got to do the yeah. He yeah. said, ah, 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 I want, want the, the knife. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I drank the water. You turn on the lights now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got the goddamn lights. Yeah. Turn on the goddamn lights. This water ain't that pure. Neither are you. <laughs> he's walking down the, the narrow passage. He's like, only a man whose heart is pure can wield the knife. And only a man whose ass is narrow can get down these steps. Yeah, yeah. And if mine is such an ass, then I shall have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He takes like... Takes like some rocks or whatever, and before he's going over, he's like, "Ah, uh-huh, there's the ground. What's it?" And he's just looking. He's leaning uh-huh. over, and he's waiting, and he's waiting. There's no ground here. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I like. He walks up to that one guy. He's like, he's guy's reading a magazine at like one of those sidewalk magazine things, like in in the city and shit. And he's like, butt pie. He's like similar to butt cake, and the guy like gets embarrassed, puts the magazine. He's like chunky asses. <laughs> it's the name of the magazine. <laughs> That's ass. a kids movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Ayanti dagger. I love. I mean, going to Tibet. I mean, just it was a really good movie, but it was one of the ones. I think that was like at the moment where he was kind of doing like filler work. Mm-hmm. Like he was. It was a great movie, I think. But again, I don't think it did that well at right. the time of when it came out mm-hmm. because. That followed up, you know, after uh, Trading Places and uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop and those yeah. movies, uh, and then he kind of did that one, mm-hmm. and then he went on and did the other movies mm-hmm. back back. Uh, fun fact though about Beverly Hills Cop, he was originally cast to be in Ghostbusters by Dan Aykroyd as uh, like the well, really was going to be more the Vankman part because mm-hmm. he was like had all the best lines and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, 
and John Belushi was also supposed to be in there. Obviously, John Belushi had passed away, uh, but Eddie Murphy had just contracted to do Beverly Hills Cop, and he had to make the choice. Mm-hmm. And he went, and he was already contracted, so he's like, "I'm sorry, Dan. You know, I've, I've got to do this." But obviously, it spun. Yeah. Multiple I mean, sequels. it was a solid choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And because I can't picture anyone else being Axel Foley. Right. No, no. And but, I can't um, picture anybody else being. Pete Bakeman, yeah, either, you know. So. I would love to. I, I'm now thinking, like, I want to see this. I want him as a Ghostbuster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just bring it out, please? Yeah. <laughs> I just picture like a Gozer saying, "Are you a guy?" He's like, "Shut the hell Shut up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked you to come down here, <laughs> destroy the world and shit. <laughs> you gonna come on down here and just ruin everybody's day?" <laughs> But Eddie, as, once again, call us. We've got ideas. Yeah, we, yeah, we got ideas. We got ideas. We got this thing. A what if version for Ghostbusters and uh, and past. Imagine if people. we actually get big enough and Eddie Murphy listens to this episode. I think I would die of shame. <laughs> die of shame. Shame. Pride. We'll see what happens the rest of this episode. I know what happens when we start talking. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, big body work with Golden Child, like I said, is is one of my favorites because I remember seeing that. Even though I love Beverly Hills Cop, mm-hmm. but. You know, it was around the same, you know, that time frame I was younger. Yeah. During all those movies. So, you know, I liked the, the crime fighter stuff, but it was just, that was just a humorous movie that had, you know, mystical things in it. And that right. just sparked my interest way more you were than younger. Gunfire. I remember seeing it as a kid watching it in the living room because I think it came out before my time, like early yeah. 80s. You were yeah. younger, we weren't born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The Golden Child, that one came out in, what year was that? Uh, 86. So you were only two. One. Yeah. I was one. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you caught it a little bit afterwards. Yeah, so you know? I, watched it, I remember watching it like in my living room on TNT or yeah. TBS or yeah. something like that. Yep. <laughs> You're Sado Noomspa. Noomsy, Noomsy, I'm home. <laughs> and then he had to fight that big ass dragon thing. Remember? He was well, that was him. That's yeah. what he like yeah, turned he being, into, yeah, like the he was demon being chased. Oh yeah. Oh, and <laughs> so. he's like uh, when they're walking around and um, <clears throat> uh, the birds are keep like they keep flocking over to the kid. It's like, man, can you keep up that trick? I'll take you on the Ed McMahon show. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he, he goes into that, that shop with, with the woman that was kind of helped guide him to find the child. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's looking at the little scrolls. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you always smoking something in here. <laughs> he's, he's got them all rolled up. Oh, he grabs, he grabs something over there. It's like a, looks like a piece of jerky. And he's like, uh. Like, what the hell is this? It's like uh, yak loin or something like that. Good to keep the yang yeah, up. Yeah, good. Ain't nothing wrong with my yang. <laughs> <laughs> good to keep the yang up. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so, um, you know, going on to that. So he did, again, do a lot of other stuff. Um, 48 Hours yeah. was another yes. one with Classic. Mr. Nick Nolte. Nolte. Old Nick Nolte. And that one spawned a sequel, Another 48 another Hours. Another 48 Hours. Yep. I don't think I've seen the sequel. I know no. I've seen the first one. Reggie? Reggie? <laughs> Roxanne! He's like singing that in the fucking jail song. Yeah, Roxanne! He comes out and they, they took, uh, he's got his, given his shoes and he's only got one shoelace. Y'all took my motherfucking shoelace! <laughs> um, there is a, I personally love this movie, but it got pain in the reviews and it did nothing at the box office. Personally, I love it, but it's an unpopular opinion. Pluto, The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Okay, that's it's with he, uh, Dennis Quaid, and yeah. and he's supposed to be like an alien. No, or, so um, he's a nightclub owner, and um, somebody just tries to start killing him, and him and his robot have to go to you know Moon Casino and have people trying to stop killing him, and 
what you find out is it's Eddie Murphy. They cloned him when he was in prison before he was a nightclub owner. He's mm. like, there can only be one. It's like the Highlander with Eddie Murphy and on the moon. <laughs> so he has to defeat his evil clone twin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, uh, throughout the, the movie, you run into uh, Jay Moore, who is mm. a, like a... A singer at his nightclub. They were in the like opening scene. They were pour bleach down his throat. It's like, oh, you like to sing, huh? And he's like, whoa, whoa. Eddie Murphy stops him, of course. And then he goes to be like Frank Sinatra at the Moon Casino. So, mm. that, I, to me, it's a. I saw it when I was in my teens or early twenties. So, like, someone of my age should not like that movie. But I thought it was cute and fun. I just thought it was a fun ride. So, but it's. I remember bombed, seeing, apparently. Oh, yeah. But I remember that one. And there was another one that bombed that was similar where he was like... It ended up being like he was a big robot. Like, or it he was, was normal body. Oh, Dave. Um, Dave, like, Dave. Or something but like that. But there were small people. There was smaller Eddie Murphys inside yeah, so, the big right, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. So he was like... Well, Eddie Murphy, I think, played the lead yeah. mind in there. But yeah, it's, I, I I think it was just Dave. Yeah. Is the movie... Mm-hmm. Um, Movie title. <clears throat> Think about that, like animated emotions movie, um, but everyone is Eddie Murphy. Yep. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. So, it, speaking of bombs um, that he's done, even though I know want to talk about how wonderful he is, but not every actor always makes the best choices. Mm-hmm. Vampire in Brooklyn. I've seen it, but See, it was. Such I a long liked time it ago. though, but it did it flopped hard. I it can't was, remember a damn thing about the movie. I know I saw it. That's probably funny. well worth it that you don't. I mean, <laughs> if you don't remember anything, maybe go back and watch it just so you can understand why you probably forgot it. <laughs> and I hate saying that because, in hindsight, it shouldn't have been a bad movie. It would have been... I'll say this. and has nothing to do with Eddie Murphy. Right. It would be a good movie if Eddie Murphy didn't play that part. Everyone knew Eddie Murphy is the Eddie Murphy that they knew. Yeah. And then he went on to do this. That was he was a very. It wasn't really comedy. It was it was a, like a dark film. And it, he's it was. I mean, like he. Put he there his, were some funny parts yeah. in it, but well, he also <clears> kind <throat> of. That's kind of the first place you see Sherman Clump. Yeah. Because he becomes the uh, the the big um, uh, church uh, pastor. Yeah. And he talks. You know, he uses the Clump voice on him, and yo yo talk like this, and he walks in. And he's like God. Damn! I mean, <laughs> goddamn! Anybody head on catch on fire when you come up in the building? And, uh, let's do it outside. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because that movie came out right before the Nutty Professor. Right. So I'm wondering if somebody saw it or one of the exec producers or maybe Eddie Murphy himself be like, "Hey, we make a whole family." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or use that as like, "Hey, that would be a great character right. in there mm. as a main character." Mm-hmm. But that one bombed. Oh, like, yeah. like I think that one lost a lot of money. Like it was... didn't even break even. You know, because they consider if you break even or barely make. 20% over the initial investment is basically you bombed. Yeah. I think that one lost money. Oof. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not 100%, but... Maybe it was a producer's type thing, which I still don't understand. Someone, every People have to explain that plot of the movie, like how they made money off of bombing the uh, film. It's well, they're because they're defrauding... Because they didn't put any of their own money into it. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Everyone lost money. It's like a pyramid scheme. That's basically, basically what the pyramid scheme is. Yep. The first money in is... is... Wait till we're at the bar to explain okay. this. <laughs> <laughs> My head's already... I, I... Time out. <laughs> but, just like, but just like that one, not nearly as big of a bomb, but The Distinguished Gentleman, that didn't do well either. Yeah, I like that movie. I, I love that movie. I thought it was great. I caught, once again, I caught it when I was on when I had cable. Mm-hmm. I was just watching it. I was like, Eddie Murphy movie. I love yeah. Eddie Murphy. Let's watch this. I, I saw it in the theater, and I, I laughed, and I really enjoyed it. But I'm saying the overall consensus was... Bad. The general public yeah. didn't like it, but 
Uh, you know, like he's it. like, dick is good. Yeah, <laughs> dick is good. <laughs> he's going around, vote the name you know. <laughs> Jeff Johnson. <laughs> the name you Jeff Johnson? That's a name even our Alzheimer's patients would remember. <laughs> I like it that when they showed people voting, like, oh, we always vote for uh, Jeff Johnson. That's his name. Yep. Just, that's how we won. Yeah. Hey, man, I like the one the one constituent, or not constituent, but the other congressman or whatever. He That one, he's like, they're all meeting at the meet and greet thing. He's like, thinks he's about to start a fight with him. He's like, yeah, I heard he's like, got in on name recognition. He's like, you know. And it looks like he's giving him a shit, and Eddie Murphy's about to get pissed off. He's like, fucking brilliant, man. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so he's, he's gone through it. Actually, I'm, I'm looking through, and I remember this one now, and I forgot that he did this movie. It was Metro. Yeah. Yep. Um, I haven't seen it. I know of no. it. Yeah. I mean, it I was... Remember we shocked that Patrick Wall just said he hasn't seen a movie? I know. <laughs> But now that you've seen so many things, now I'm starting to go back to shock again. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm post the shock. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that was kind of another one that was, in my opinion, just like a pass through. Mm-hmm. Like it was one of those, like, hey, it's a it's a buddy cop movie. We we need someone as a cop. You you've done cop stuff, so let's just put you in there. You know, like get you back in that mode. That's what it kind of felt like to me. Because if I remember correctly, it was like some killer was out and. I can't, because it's one of those actors I never remember their names, mm-hmm. um, but he was a blonde, curly guy. He played uh, Phoebe's boyfriend, the cop, in Friends for like X amount of episodes. You'd know him if you saw him. Um, I cannot think of his name, though. <clears throat> but oh, Now it's going to bug me, because I do yeah. remember her boyfriend. Yeah, he was the, the blonde, kind of curly, bigger cop. He was kind of funny. Um, he's the one who took Chandler and all them on the... On the on the ride, and then <laughs> and then they heard like that gunfire, and like I think it was Chandler like jumps and protects one one of them, and then the other one gets pissed off. He's like, "Why would you guard me, man?" Yeah. <laughs> but then he went on to um, just do like the family stuff later on. Uh, but before we get to the family stuff, let's let's talk a little bit more, if you don't mind. Go back to like the classics, like Trading Places, Coming to America. Well, not even. Uh, I would say probably his where he was still going back to being raunchy, or they basically gave him free reign to, was him Michael and Martin, Martin Lawrence. Um, Harlem Nights? No, Life. Oh, Life, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a funny movie. That is like. I forgot he was in that. That is one of the most hilarious and also quotable movies that I love of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> of course, outside of Mulan. But <laughs> I know, no family yet. <laughs> but um, I mean, him and um, him and Martin Lawrence, when they were like, you know, the banter that they have back and forth in the prison, like I remember they get to, uh, they get older and they're mm. no longer in the, like the, the cell part, but they're becoming kind of like trustees and mm. they're taking care of the warden. And so Martin Lawrence is, you know, cleaning up the house, and then he ends up putting a suit on. He's going to be a driver, and uh, and Eddie Murphy is cutting and cleaning the bushes outside. And he's and Martin Lawrence will mess with him. He's oh, hedge boy, this Myrtle could use a little attention. <laughs> <laughs> so Eddie Murphy sees him coming out there dressed up as a suit. He's like, "Why are you in that monkey suit right there, man?" He said. He says, so-and-so driver, the one driver called in, I'm going to be his driver. He said, now don't touch the car. Touch it, I'm going to 
piss all over the motherfucker. <laughs> Why you gotta say nasty shit, Rick? Because I'm a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> 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 the two of them, I guess, they get older. That's the that's when mm-hmm. the funnier lines hit yep. with the two of them getting older. <laughs> I remember oh, when they're on the chain gang just yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, even when they're still like as the trustees in the warden's office, and he's like asking him what kind of what kind of plan he's playing for them to get out because like that's that's what mm-hmm. they do the whole movie is try to escape mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said what you playing over there he said, don't go to sleep I tell you don't go don't even close your eyes I'm gonna be over uh, look at you I'm just gonna be watching <laughs> <laughs> just have the two of them talking in their old man voices that's that's the funniest part of the movie for me <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that but I, I want to go back and rewatch that now it's it's I remember being hilarious yeah no I do remember being super funny um but yeah I think except when I was thinking I don't know why it was I was thinking of Richard Pryor when him and him and Rich Pryor did Harlem Nights. Yes. That was I've never seen classic. that one. That, that was, was good too. Funny. Very good. That was pretty funny. Um, one other one too. I personally wasn't the biggest fan of it. That Boomerang. I don't know what you guys think of that movie. Is that, that the name of the movie? Yes, that yeah. is a movie. Yes, that is <laughs> yeah. a movie. I didn't even know that it was a movie. I think Steve Martin was in that too, wasn't he? No, that's Bowfinger. Or Bowfinger. Yeah, that's the one where they're, they're trying to get... Uh, he's... So Eddie Murphy is playing like this big actor. Yes. And Steve Martin is trying to get him for a movie. Yep. And he can't find him, but he ends up finding this guy who looks exactly like him, who's a complete nerd. So <laughs> Eddie, like the movie Dave. Uh, kind yeah. of, yeah. So Eddie Murphy plays both parts, but he shows up and he's got braces. Yeah. And so there's a, a scene uh, in there where, uh, I can't remember the, the name of the girl's name, but uh, she ends up getting naked. Uh, it's a topless scene. Mm-hmm. And he just turns around and looks at the camera and goes, they're awesome. <laughs> so I think I, the reason why Boomerang popped in my head, that was that was also with Martin Lawrence. Okay. Halle Berry was in it. Uh, David Allen Greer. Uh, he's, he was like an, he's an advertising, uh, womanizing type person. So I think it's about him getting his just desserts. Like, oh, like was, well, what women want with Bill Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. So, but those were... Those are like those, I don't know, I call them like pass-through movies. I call them like the, they're not the big hits. I have nothing on my schedule for the next six months. Let's go shoot this movie. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> or they're just like, hey, we just, we want Eddie Murphy in our movie. And exactly. he's like, oh, okay. And it was whatever. probably a ridiculous amount of money that <clears throat> they paid him. It's like whenever you see a movie with like a really low budget, but like a main superstar, you're like, you, you all the money went to one That place. was the budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know. Just going a little bit back, you know, I I like the older, like I said, the older stuff. Um, you know, training places you can't beat it. No, I mean that to me was in the top tier of, of his movies and stuff. Oh, one hundred percent. Training places <laughs> and coming to. I haven't seen the sequel, but coming to America, the first one. Is... I heard the sequel was not really worth. Taking uh, all our the local time. bartender loved it. I I liked it. I, it mm. wasn't it wasn't the greatest piece of work yeah. he done, mm. but. I mean, I think they waited way too long for oh, it, yeah. but they did it better. As in, they did a like a continuation of it, not really a sequel. Yeah. Well, I like too how they connected, you know, trading places and come to America. Yeah, right. Yeah. They had a, you know mm-hmm. Mortimer and Randolph in there yeah. as the bums. You know, after they lost and, all the money yeah. in trading places, you and they do, they, and they get all the money back because um, <laughs> Eddie Murphy gives it to him. He's like, "Oh, here, have some money." He's yeah. like, "More back." We're rich. <laughs> um, and also, that's in Coming to America 2. Okay. The opening scene is uh, his his son interviewing 
um, at Duke and Duke. Oh, well, oh was, really? I think we were talking about yeah. it's his grandson. Their uh-huh, it's their, it's their grandson, yeah. <clears throat> it's the Duke, Duke and Duke, and Duke. grandson, but uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's um, son in the movie that he doesn't know about is like going there for an interview. <laughs> yep. I have to watch the movie. How does he not know he married the girl at the end of the first movie? Yeah, that's the plot twist. Okay. Plot it was twist. during it was during the the search night when they oh. were all at the bar. Yeah, but he didn't know Oh, he did, didn't he? Well, he he doesn't in the movie, yeah. but like they basically go back and add a scene. Oh, okay. Where <clears throat> Arsenio Hall drugged him so that he could go get with the girl's friend and then it's I can't remember the girl the it's the tall girl from Saturday Night Live that's on there now she was in the Ghostbusters movie yeah um Leslie something uh so she's the she's the mom okay and so they end up having one night okay (laughs) and that's it (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so so and like Arsenio Hall's going back and telling him the story and he was like I don't do Oh, you did this! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a light bulb. It's like I don't even remember. <gasps> you did this. <laughs> what I liked in the <clears throat> excuse me, the original coming to America was uh, Lisa's sister. You know, she's she's basically wants she's all about the money. So, mm-hmm. like when the sister breaks up with Daryl. The rich soul glow. Oh yeah. Um, and then she's like basically trying to comfort him, get with him, and then <laughs> he's telling her, and then Arsenio meets her, and he tells him that he's the prince, yeah, and that uh, that uh, Eddie Murphy's the the servant. And he's right. like, who, who am I? And he's like, my servant. He's like, okay. And then she, they all find out all the secrets, and the dad comes in, and she's like, no, no, he's not the prince. He's the prince. It's like, who told, told you this? this? <laughs> and he's like. He's like, Akeem's the prince? Like, yeah. And he's in love with Lisa. She's like, why does she always get the good ones? Yeah. <laughs> Goes running out. It's like so disappointed in it. And then it comes out as uh, the, the <clears throat> singer in the band Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> I believe the children. That guy's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good and, good and terrible. From that, you might remember from that show, That's Your Mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you he's good. I told you, boy, it's good. Isn't that the first that I can think of where uh, Sam Jackson was in? Yep, he played yeah. the robber in yeah. the McDowell's. What the fuck you looking at? And he beats him up with a mop, <laughs> mop handle. But is that was that Sam Jackson's that was, like first movie? I don't know if it was his first movie, but it's well, like the first it, one I remember. Of it it might have been a kickoff to his career because that was a very very tiny part. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he's not. If if they asked Nick Fury right now to come in and just play a quick cameo as yeah. a gun robber, I'm sure he'd be like, oh, "Fuck you, yeah. shut yeah. the fuck up." You. You wipe your mouth. You should have a Disney Plus show coming out next month. Yeah, he's not doing that. (laughs) But yes, he was in that. And um, can we just say the guy from Pulp Fiction who shot the kid and say what again, motherfucker, is now on a Disney Plus show because he's a central character to the MCU. Well, but I mean, Samuel was he was veering off a little bit to go to more, I say, cleaner things. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know. Well, uh, this is a discussion after, for another podcast. Oh, yeah, especially after snakes on a plane, you know. <laughs> yeah, after that, I would quit acting. Like, you know what? I'm done. The only thing good to come from that movie was the soundtrack because I was a huge fan of Cobra Starship, and they did this, the entire soundtrack for that uh, movie. <laughs> but if you remember, he did that small part in uh, Jurassic Park. Yep, in the first one, where he was. That's right. He was the the, the engineer. <clears throat> yeah, he was overall 
pretty clean in that. I mean, not yeah. for the most part, but... Well, that, they wanted that PG-13 rating. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, I think maybe Sam, and I don't know, but maybe he's getting to a point, and, like, Eddie Murphy got to that point, and he said, like, he said once he had kids, because I think they did an interview with him. No, if you've seen The Hitman's Bodyguard... Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> he's... He's back. Full on F bomb. Oh, I, I, I'm sure he still is, but I'm saying he's done a lot of family friendly stuff in terms of no Eddie Murphy. I'm saying Wait, Ryan. That's well, the yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Sam Jackson movie. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's in there. Well, no, sorry, that was. <coughs> oh, you're talking the same. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Oh, okay. But I'm saying like that's he might be getting to that maybe a point where he maybe not do as much, right? Mm. You know, because obviously if you're in Marvel stuff, you know, I mean, you can well, do I mean, certain things. Yeah, but. I mean, he's in all the. Uh, think what it, uh, yeah Pixar is the. Uh, no, DreamWorks is is Shrek, mm-hmm. and yep. then you know, of course, he was uh, Mushu and Mulan, mm-hmm. and I was so upset when they came out with the new Mulan. I even if even if he couldn't reprise his role as Mushu, I was they like just a quick cameo. They eliminated the character. Yeah, I'm like that's why I still haven't seen it. it exactly. <laughs> I learned Eddie Murphy or the dragon wasn't going to be in it. I was like, no, I'm out. You can't put a CGI dragon on her shoulders. The movie. <laughs> I, this, you're, you're a, Disney. You're you a, can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you're a lizard? No, a dragon. I don't do that tongue thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did that. So, you know, he's been in, like, some of the Disney or Pixar stuff. And then he did that one that's based off of Disney, The Haunted Mansion. Yep. yep. Which the ride. I have access to watch. <laughs> and, and it bombed horribly. Like, it was just panned in the reviews and by the audience and everything. It was just a bad movie. But it is one of my favorite rides at Disney, so I kind of want to watch it. It's it's not a bad movie. It's, don't pay money for it. <laughs> I won't, because it's on the server. Exactly. I was going to watch it the other day. I was like, no, I want to watch Final Destination. <laughs> I really should have gone with Haunted Mansion. Yeah, you probably should have, man. Because then you wouldn't have been white-knuckle driving to your yeah. haircut. <laughs> well, once I realized what was happening, I <clears throat> let this arm go to the side and use my left arm to be relaxed. <laughs> Well, I'll switch it up a little bit, too. One that I was not a fan of at all was Norbit. Uh, I've never seen it. It looked bad to me. I didn't even watch it. He played, like, the nerdiest, but it was almost like a bad nerd. Like, Eddie Murphy's such a good person to do impersonations or different people. And this just seemed like like a very bad, bad attempt at being a real nerdy person. Like, he's talking to the girl that he likes, and he's like, oh, lunch. You went to lunch? I love lunch. Like, that's how we talked. I swear to God. It's like... Yeah, no wonder I didn't see this movie. That I, sounds I think his best worthy. performance in there was the uh, the Asian guy. Yes. Wong. Yep. And, he's, <laughs> and, and the only, my only favorite or or scene that I like in there is when he goes up to him and Norbert's thinking about leaving. He's like, oh, no, where you go? He <laughs> says, I'm just going to go away, Mr. Wong. He's like, oh, let's remember, even though Braca man can run very fast and jump very high, problem faster. It's like, Mr. Wong, that's very racist. Oh, yes. Wong, very racist. <laughs> Wong hate Brack. Wong hate you, too. But Brack and you love Chinese food. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that, that was one of the that was, few parts. That's that it. That's, yeah. that's the only part of the movie you got to see. <laughs> I think I just saw it. Yeah. That's the part of the movie that I did enjoy. But it was just, it was just his I character like I in there. I donation to the NAACP because of that. <laughs> But another one he had uh, that I did like, but he was more of a just kind of supporting actor, part of the ensemble cast, was Tower Heist. Never saw it. Yes, um, it is a movie. Netflix that, movie, and that right? had a lot of lot of big names in it. You yeah. know, Matthew Broderick and ben, Still- uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller was in there. Uh, uh, out. Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck was so in there. Netflix What's movie his name? Um, I can never remember his name. He was in the Ant Man movies. The Hispanic Peter, guy. 
the funny Hispanic oh, guy. Oh, yeah, Michael Pena. Yep. Mike, or Mike Pena. Yeah, yeah, he was in there, and then it had, of course, um, what was it, Alan Alda? Saying from Mash, from Mash, yeah, yeah, he was the bad guy, um, yeah, <clears throat> or the asshole guy that yeah. they're basically trying to heist. Um, that had a few other people in there too. I just can't remember who all was in that one, but I remember Eddie Murphy because they were trying to utilize him because mm-hmm. he's a he was, safe cracker. Yep, yeah. <laughs> just, but it was like he was a big plot point to the movie or a big part of the cast, but it was still a smaller role, right? So, but it was still a good movie though, but. Um, yeah, they're they're hanging outside the door on the car, and he's he's looking at it and Vince doing. I'm gonna call Ralph. Who's Ralph? And you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that they found out because it was all about the the gold, right, or the money. And mm-hmm. it was he was Alan Alda was the investment banker, and he invested all the money for all. The so again, that lived. he was doing a pyramid scheme, but yeah. he all of his money was in the car. So the entire car was made out of gold. Yeah. Oh, because he had this—he had this old classic car that was in his apartment. It in was this Steve McQueen's tower, like penthouse. So it, it was like Steve McQueen's race car. Yeah, but he turned it into—he had it all redone, but the entire body remade in solid gold. So that's how he was able to kind of hide the money because nobody saw where he'd put the money. Mm. <clears throat> so he invested it all in gold, had it melted down, and turned it into the car. So they were trying to get the car out of the building. I think they went out through the window, if I remember yeah, correctly. The, they were trying to they, lower it They went it out down. the window. Yep. But it's it's a it's it's pretty decent movie for what it is. I want to say it was. <coughs> uh, who was the woman in that? That was the like the police detective or the or the FBI agent. She's. Uh, I cannot think of her name. Damn it! She was. Um, <coughs> we're absent-minded today. We are, dude. Just a little bit. Oh, Judd Hirsch was in that too. T. Leone. That, that may be familiar. it. Or is it Tay? Tay, yeah. But yeah, that's... Uh, if you haven't seen it, <clears throat> it's worth a watch. I'm not going to say it's the greatest movie ever made or no. the greatest heist movie ever made, but um, definitely, you know, give it, a, give it a watch and a listen. I would uh, definitely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worth at least one watch I mean I've seen it a few times I thought it was pretty decent for what it was but it's not on anything I haven't subscribed <clears throat> now was it what it was during the Thanksgiving Day Parade or something yeah, right that's what they that's when they were supposed to go into the building was during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and then pull the heist so Ben Stiller is basically the bu- building manager and what happened is not only the reason he gets involved is not only uh, the guy wanders <clears throat> money from um, from other people, but he also took over the this, the pension plan for the building workers. Mm. Ben Stiller, you know, said, "Hey, you're this great investor. You know, you you're the penthouse up here. You have the whole top floor. Could you handle our investment and help the the pension plan make money?" And he ended up laundering, you know, using mm. that as that's what it was cash. a pension. Yeah, and so <clears throat> he took all of their money too. So that's when Ben Stiller was like, "Nope, this is it. <laughs> this is where I draw the line." Yeah, because he's like a real when he does because he's like a super nice guy at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The Alan Alda, and yeah, they always play <clears throat> go to his room and play chess. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's like super nice to everybody. He's to himself, but he's super nice to everybody for the most part. And then as soon as everybody finds out he sold his money, he just cuts everybody off. He's like won't really speak to him. Be like, hey, you you invested, you know, th- there can be losses. Yep, and he basically becomes this prick. Hmm. <clears throat> and uh, it was real hard for me to watch Hawkeye, not the <laughs> Hawkeye the kids know nowadays. As in the MCU Hawkeye, the, the Hawkeye from MASH, the real badass guy. Very cool, suave. It was hard for me to watch that. 
and then see him that way. Like, even though the Hawkeye character in MASH was right. kind of conniving and scheming, but it, it was for fun. He wasn't evil. No, he wasn't <laughs> evil. <yeah. laughs> he connived and seemed to profit himself, not to take away from other people. Yeah. And so, and Matthew Broderick was the <clears> one <throat> who was kind of giving, he was in the industry as well. And the same thing kind of happened to him. Where, he had lost all his money, though, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. He had lost all his money on on a on a get rich quick scheme, um, and so he was telling he ends up telling Ben Stiller like how he did it and where he may have like the money. Mm. So what they're trying to do is break in there. They think it's all in a safe that's hidden in the wall in there, and it ends up you know not being that. It ends up being the freaking car because <laughs> they go over and like they scratch it. And they're like, wait a minute, is that? And they like look at the nick, and it's like gold underneath. They start scratching on the hood of the car. It's like this, the whole hood of this car is gold. And then they do like the, mm-hmm. the the door, and then they keep going. Like this whole thing is gold. <laughs> so that's where they get the bright idea to try to take it out of the window. <laughs> and they're out there swinging on it, and yeah, they're the, lowering it down. That's what like... Eddie Murphy's yelling. I'm gonna call Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's definitely worth worth at least watching one time, mm. at least to say you saw it. And who knows, you may like it. Like I said, mm. I've, I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Not something that's like, hey, we don't want to watch. i got to watch this movie. But if yeah. it's on, yeah. I'll, I'll keep watching I it. I mean, I haven't really seen it on anything <laughs> else either. No, it, it, it was another like no one of those that kind of like or... just disappeared. Yeah. It'll either be on one of the streaming sites, mm-hmm. but and it's then, not really and out and right then when it's, Yeah, when it's, on, when it's <clears> off, <throat> it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta wait till the next rotation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if they're hearing this podcast, it's yeah, probably exactly. time. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to us. <laughs> We're really smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, one movie that we haven't talked about that I really do enjoy. Okay. Doctor Doolittle. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. the I I've seen them all. I've seen well, there are three of them, I believe, and I've seen all three of them. But the first one, I just I love. Like it's. It is a comedy, of course, because it's Eddie Murphy when he was trying to do, like, children entertainment. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing like I was falling out of my seat laughing. It was just yeah. chuckling every now and again. But it's just a really cute movie about a guy who talks to pets and at first it freaks him the hell out. And then he feel like he's losing his mind. And then he's like, <laughs> well, you see what's wrong with you is you do it. He just starts having conversations with all these animals. <laughs> and I just thought it was a really cute, fun movie. No, I, I, loved I, it. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think it was... Fun, you know, it's yeah. just, it was just if lighthearted kid entertainment, mm-hmm. you know. So I agree. Didn't Robert Downey do? A yeah, they did a reboot, of, a reboot it of it a few years ago, and it bombed hard. It <laughs> yeah. sucked bad. And because it, it, in Robert Downey Jr.'s movie, like he didn't have to figure out where these voices were coming from. He was like, "Yeah, I talk to animals, and I tell them what to do." It okay. Was, um, so they basically explained like an origin story yeah. of it. <laughs> well, because every well, I mean, not everyone. Back when I was a kid, everyone <laughs> knew the story of Doctor Doolittle, and then we got the movie of Doctor Doolittle. But nowadays, I don't think they that's required reading, or their kids aren't reading the original Doctor Doolittle, or the parents aren't reading to the kids, or whatever. So when they're like, "We're gonna reboot Doctor Doolittle, and we're getting rid of the vet thing," and you already know you can talk to animals, you're gonna be on blimp. Like, okay. <laughs> no, basically, all, right. <laughs> all, all kids are learning now is just common core math, which is awful, and basically how to post on social media. That's, I, I believe that's going to be, like, course material going this forward. Is, um, yeah. This is a pilot for a spin-off podcast, Tony's Take on Political Views. <laughs> yeah. That's not a political view. I'm just saying. It's like social media. It's just like that's what kids are learning nowadays. Yeah. That's all they learn is how to do stuff on platforms. I'm going to call like, my friend, the math teacher, and tell him that he's wasting his time. My sister's a double PhD in mathematics, and she <laughs> thinks Common Core math is the dumbest thing in the world. She's like, this is the most ridiculous form of math 
you're basically making me do eight times more work to get the same answer. Can we get back to Eddie Murphy? We can. Yeah, we can. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good job. That's, yeah. that's Common Core way of getting back to Eddie common Murphy. Core, See how much how, how much common longer core. how long that took yeah. to get to Eddie Murphy. Step one, Common Core man. Step two, um, social media posting. Step three, step four, Eddie Murphy. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, what did either of you ever see? Uh, there was one he did with Owen Wilson. Um, I, spy. I spy. I spy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I saw that. was based off an old TV show. Uh, right. With Robert Culp and I thought it was uh, and based Bill off Cosby. the game I Spy with My Little Eye. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, I Spy. I no, mean, I'm sorry. No, I Spy was based off something else. I'm thinking of Spy vs. Spy. It used to be an old show with Robert Culp and Spy vs. Spy was a, a mad comic strip. Yeah. Yeah. Mad, yeah, mad Magazine. Yep. Yeah, it's the the, the uh, white one versus the, 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 the black, black one. one. And yeah. it was, uh, yeah, I remember those. Uh, Whenever but, you think one of them wins, the other one's like planted a bomb on the other one. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, <"Ha-ha." laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like that one. Um, I mean, it was it was funny because, you know, they have Eddie Murphy playing um, a boxer and he's, you know, cu- trying to get, he's trying to make an extra name for himself. And then the, and then the president calls him and, and, you know, he goes out of his way. He's like, all right, no. So he, as soon as he gets on the team, he thinks he's in charge. He's like, no, 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 no! You're just the cover. <laughs> we do need you, but you're the cover. <laughs> but that, actually, I was right. That that's it's a movie based off the show from that Robert Culp and Bill Cosby were in. Mm. It was in the '60s. Okay, cool. I, I didn't know that show because I wasn't alive. Neither was I. <laughs> you sure? I'm pretty sure, considering <laughs> I'm only about six years older than Gavin. <clears throat> Seven than Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go cry now. <laughs> you going to do it in your depends? Maybe. <laughs> when I was your age. <laughs> Vans disposed. Uh-huh. Uh, but so in the movie, I like that, um, you know, Owen Wilson is trying to get him to do like the spy shit. Mm-hmm. And he has to dumb it down and like make it almost like a game for him to be able to go do it. <laughs> like even at the end, the very end of the movie, they're like trying to jump out of a, or they're missing a parade with the president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're, um, they almost is trying to get on the skydive into the parade. It's like, man, I don't skydive. It's like, that's stupid. Oh, jump out of a perfectly good airplane. And then he's like, convinces him something about like jelly. He's like, Oh, our labs developed this like lightweight gel and we'll just glide down. It's like, Oh, oh really? We, we get, we're the first ones to try it. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. So he finally gets him on the plane, and he like goes to the guy behind him and says, "Make sure there's a lot of grape jelly and two parachutes." <laughs> 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 but that was like that was it through the whole movie. Like they would call something one thing, and Eddie Murphy would come in like, "Man, that's a stupid ass name. Y'all should call it this." <laughs> I, I think I I did see that I did see that once. I, I, I got to go back and revisit it again, but I just looked it up. It came out in two thousand two, so I was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. I I want to say I saw it, but honestly, probably not. If if I remember correctly, I don't think it was like that popularly if, like like uh, publicized or advertised. Yeah, it, I don't think it was either. I don't think it maybe it came out and was in the theater for a, maybe a couple weeks. Probably another one of those that you know hit just, there. 
did okay for a week, and they were like, all right, well, we'll take it off. Yep. <laughs> well, they probably thought, hey, we've got Owen Wilson, because around that time, Owen Wilson was becoming, like, a big name. Hansel. Mm-hmm. He's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was around the same time he was doing those uh, buddy movies with Ben Stiller. Yeah, right. so that's what I'm saying. He was, like, becoming a big name, and then you had Eddie Murphy, who was a classic name, like, already a huge star, and like, this movie's going to be great, and it's based off this old show, so and anybody who, who saw this, like, older people will get it, because it's based off an old TV show, and younger kids will get it, because it's new and funny, and it's got, you know, the hip new people and stuff, and, eh, alright. <laughs> so, Next! <laughs> well, we dropped the ball on that one, didn't we, Bill? <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't worry about uh, having your desk uh, filled up tomorrow there, buddy. You might want to take your shit home, because you're going <laughs> to probably be fired. <laughs> That's the thing, man. I mean, movies, you could have great scripts, you can have great actors, but if it just doesn't work, it ain't going to work. I mean, just because certainly, like I said, even with the, the Eddie Murphy thing with Vampire in Brooklyn, like, yeah. the storyline was interesting. If it was a different actor, I think it would have really blown up, but I think everybody saw Eddie Murphy, because that movie came out in the 90s, if I remember correctly, and I just think that everybody knew Eddie Murphy still is that Rob and Tumblin comes this dark, trying to be funny, but still serious, and it was just like... Eh. Hmm. Nobody really agreed with it, I don't think. I want to say maybe 94? Uh, You're probably right. 90. I was going to say 96, but I might 95. be off 95. 95? Mm. All right, we'll split it down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> 0.5 points for each of you. Thanks, man. Have we talked about Metro yet? Well, I did bring it up. Yeah. Remember, I was, we were talking about, about the, the blonde-haired guy yeah. that I couldn't remember the name of that was Phoebe's boyfriend. But uh, Michael Rapport. That's what it is. But it's like, he's one of those guys that... I haven't seen him in a lot, but then again, he just pops up in a movie yeah. randomly. I think that was one of his bigger roles at the time because he wasn't in a lot prior to that. Yeah, and then I think he was part of um, like the the gang of actors who started off on this TV show by this one director. It was Jason Siegel, James Franco. Oh, I know which one you're. Uh, Freaks and Geeks. yeah, Freaks and Geeks, and it's created <clears throat> by. Uh, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, and I think Michael Rapport was part of that crew. Oh. Is this like a fill-in-the-blank game we're playing here? <laughs> you got me to the... Yes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it was in that show with that guy. With the and, thing and the yeah. place. and <laughs> Friends. <laughs> and that was created by... Yeah. I carry the two. <laughs> and that guy starred in that other movie later on called... Forgetting <laughs> Sharon Marshall. Yes. <laughs> Jason Siegel. Love it. <laughs> Inside of you, <laughs> I want to be inside of you. <laughs> Most done so of... many other things that I had to say for getting Sharon Marshall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that was a Judd Apatow movie, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, basically, any any of those movies that those guys are in, it's going to be Judd Apatow related. Outside Somehow. of How I Met Your Mother, I think Jason Segel has only been in um, Judd Apatow stuff. Basically, like, I yeah. mean, once well. He's, you know, once you get a group, I mean, you know, you're basically guaranteed a job. Yeah. yeah. Like when you, hey, man, Judd, I got another, hey, guys, I got another idea. You're all in it. <laughs> it's like the uh, Adam Sandler crew, you know? Yep. The Adam yep. Sandler crew, the, the uh, Kevin Smith crew. I yep. mean, they're all, you know, you're guaranteed. That's why you got to get a good with a director. Yep. Or like Johnny, a good director, yeah. too. Well, like Johnny Depp's in, like, Tim Burton's, like, almost every Tim oh, Burton yeah. thing. Like, he's guaranteed. And him and his something. ex-wife, what's her name? I can't oh, her, name. Uh, her name is his <laughs> wife is uh, Come on. <laughs> the quote unquote girlfriend from Fight Club. What the hell is her name? I I don't remember her actual name, but I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. But she's also in a bunch of uh 
Tim Burton stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to bother me. Yeah, she was in Sweeney Todd, wasn't she? Yep. Yep. And everything I else. I think that's why like they got married at one point, because they were just in films like constantly. He's like, listen, we basically spend every day together. <laughs> anyway. um, <laughs> Helen Bohemian <clears throat> Carter. That's who I'm thinking. Okay. That's her name. She's like, at least if we're married and we work together, we know we're guaranteed two incomes solidly. Yeah. <laughs> I know how much you made. You're picking up this check. Yep. <laughs> but in all fairness, she'd be like, Johnny, you always make more money than me. <laughs> Your just body of work is just so much bigger. Uh, the, well, there's also another one. I don't know if we, uh, I don't think that we discussed, but uh, Thousand Words with Eddie Murphy. Doesn't sound familiar I, at all. Yeah, for some reason, I'm lost on that one. So, <laughs> in it, he plays a, like a, uh, I want to say it's a salesman um, type, or marketing type mm-hmm. gig. And he's, um, he's basically losing time with his, with his family. Okay. And um, this guru guy ends up, like, figuring out that a tree at his house and... Um, okay, sorry. I'm real quick. I was wrong. Um, Helena Bohemian Carter didn't marry Johnny Depp. She was married to Tim Burton for like ten years. Okay, so that's why she was constantly in all of his movies. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. It's like you're not kind of cast me. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, me talking out of my ass. I wanted to fix that. <laughs> Patrick has corrected it. Yep. At least we don't have to wait until the next time we record for me to fix it. Thank you gotcha. for correcting the ass talking. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I can't control my ass sometimes. <laughs> Just says whatever it wants. But, but so the basic <laughs> back, back to the story. Yeah. <laughs> they, the the basic premise of the movie is <clears throat> Annie Murphy, you know, uses a whole lot of words to get you know things that he wants, mm-hmm. and um, he he is now believes that he is um, attached to this tree that's in his courtyard, and every word that he says, the tree loses a leaf. And when all the leaves are gone, he believes that, okay, well, Eddie's gone. Oh. <laughs> and so um, it's it's more of like a, it's kind of like a, you know, heartfelt family thing. Of, mm-hmm. You know, him refine, redefining himself and not being able to say it in words. Mm-hmm. For him to be able to show it. I because that's all he does is words, <laughs> words, words. But, you know, the, the actual action behind it wasn't ever there. I got you. So, I, I found it on IMDb, and it looks like a decent movie. Like, I'll okay. check it out. Yeah. But, um, once again, a little peek behind the curtain. <clears throat> I had a Google of, like, Eddie Murphy movies, and it pulled up a whole list. This was not on there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, I was like, that's not, it's not on my list. I don't know what movie you're talking about. So, I looked it up. and was like, is he thinking of someone else? No, I can't tell. Is it a Disney movie? It was Eddie. <laughs> it was Eddie. 2012. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, uh... Ten years old. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that old. I just, for some reason, like, it it escaped me. For some reason, I don't remember it, but I, I may not have seen it. No, it's not a Disney. Paramount. Paramount, okay. We're getting uh, getting close. we got a few minutes left, guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you want to take some time here, what, if you could, let me say out a word this here. What type of role has Eddie Murphy not done, in your opinion, that you would like to see Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah, you brought, I, I you, would, that's you put that into my brain. Yeah. Okay, so you want to see him as Ghostbusters, yeah, I, but I, or it could just be a character type. No, he is a Ghostbuster. Okay, no, I, yeah. I'm I'm with Patrick on that one. <laughs> that, that story, 
how it didn't flesh out. They they have plenty of time to do it now. Yeah, I know, right? They have an opening. They got enough money. That, I that, mean, the, the new one did a lot of money. So. That, that is true. It was a really good movie. I mean, he could be an extra, you know, he could show up and be like, hey, man, I'm the one they didn't hire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's talking about like Ernie Hudson. <laughs> and y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> now we're going to get the bad boy territory. <laughs> Well, see, I, I would go with that because I would like to see that since it didn't pan out back mm. then. But I'm going to go way off the freaking charts. I've never seen Eddie Murphy do this role. It's not a particular role, like an exact character. I would like to see Eddie Murphy do a serial killer. Ooh. Yeah, he's never played like a villain, has he? No. Well, he was really. a well, villain. Brooklyn vampire. vampire Brooklyn. But I want to see him as like a controlled... Methodical, methodical serial killer, like I, Dexter, but yes, with Eddie Murphy. Yes, hmm. yes. Just or, or uh, what was the other one with it? We talked about it before. Uh, Kevin Costner, Mister Brooks. Yes, like that type of guy. It's a uh, Brooks. We talked about it on one of the podcasts, <laughs> but that type of serial like, killer. Like, one of the ones I wasn't there yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just on you. We already we had given the plot point to it before, but. So I I think that would be so interesting to see because like when Robin Williams did those kind of creepy killer roles or psycho roles, it made you very uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. it opened up the idea that wow, he can do this. Fucking the only time yeah, I ever saw Robin range. Williams do that was on an episode of SVU. No, he did uh, so in, Insomnia and oh, in photo one hour photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know, Insomnia was a fucking killer. Um, but no, I, I I would I think that'd be super interesting to see how he would do that. Yeah, I you know I could see. I can't because I've never seen him, but I would like to see him as a bad guy. I can see that. Uh, never mind. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to see him, like, as your typical, like, like a Hans from Die Hard. Like, I don't want to yeah. see him just be, like, no. some bad guy or crime lord. I want to see him as a serial killer. I want to see how he would kill. Once what? again, Eddie, call us. We've, yeah. we've got ideas for you. <laughs> ideas for days. We have the range. He's yeah. like, listen, my kids are still young. I don't want to freak them out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just did daddy daycare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a different version of it. Yeah. It's, this time the kids don't leave. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and look at the time. All right. Speaking of uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but actually, we are out of time, guys. So any last thoughts on Mr. Murphy before we wrap it up? Ah-ha. Ah-ha. <laughs> don't look at me. I ain't biting no more butts. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Velvet? <laughs> Chunky asses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so that's it for this show. Uh, we appreciate you joining us, talking about Mr. Eddie Murphy, wonderful actor, comedian. and I like to think he's just a good, per- a nice person to talk to. I, I like to believe he is, too, yeah. and everything I've seen, like tabloid-wise or, or in the news, it seems like he is that guy. But um, that's it for our show. Join us um, next week, and until then, for Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. And I'm Patrick. Where's the spoon? Walt. Alright guys, until next time, take care. Don't forget guys, you can visit us at our website movietalksandchill.com, email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul The Rock.